So I've been wanting to make videos about queer culture for a while and I didn't really know where to start but I kind of thought one thing that I, Ron and I talk about a lot is like lesbian fashion and queer fashion and I feel like it's such like a big part of the culture and I guess was where I thought I would start. I, and I think, I think from talking to like a lot of friends and especially like with like friends that themselves don't identify as queer. <laughs> um, they often have a lot of questions that I feel like maybe you don't feel safe asking those questions until you're like close to somebody um, that is or that does and um, I guess this kind of provides that conversation without having to actually have that conversation in person if you don't feel comfy doing that or I don't know. Obviously this is only from my perspective, it's gonna differ for everybody but you know, my perspective is valid too. <laughs> I feel like like a really obvious one is like, how do you tell if somebody is lesbian? And I feel like that's a question that a lot of lesbians have that are like entering the scene. Ron and I talk about like there being like a lesbian outfit <laughs> or even just like, I don't know. There's just so many tropes. Like, like Ron has like blue hair and it's like, shorter cut i just feel like the like haircut is being like a is like such like a the mullet prominent is part the mullet. i feel like the mullet's m even more prominent now than like all people yeah yeah because i feel that like was a lesbian thing mm. like look up tegan and sarah from 2001 and like <laughs> they fucking invented it they invented the lesbian mullet and same with okay i'm getting in <laughs> like for a long time because something i think we were talking about the other day is like the more visible different minorities are in like quote-unquote the media or like showbiz or whatever you see then then the definition in people's brains i think expands yeah so for a long time like my only like when i first came out my concept of what a lesbian looked like was like tegan and sarah ellen degeneres and the cast of the l word so <laughs> wasn't very extensive and like three youtubers or whatever but it was I like, feel like my <laughs> mine was like um ruby rose definitely not um probably a famous name um yeah, ruby rose. okay but i feel like that when i first came out that was such what i like i also cut my hair and got an undercut it's <laughs> like i have to <laughs> but if you picture it we'll put a picture of ruby rose in like 2015 when she had mm -hmm. that like intense like undershave yeah. cropped haircut like, like where's men's clothing yeah i feel like i saw that and then i just knew like the classic like stereotype of like a really like butch like masculine like butch and historically that's really linked to like lesbian quote-unquote culture whatever you want to call it because back way way back when like queer women were trying to be together often not always one would assume the opposite gender mm. like not in an attempt to transition not because of their own gender identity but to blend in and then i feel like that's really informed queer culture to this day like but i feel like that mm, like that yeah has informed this movie. like them butch spectrum which mm. at the time i didn't realize was a spectrum i thought it was like you either aligned with one or the other i feel like because uh, gender norms in general are so like challenged for any person now that it 
that like what used to be like lesbian culture because we were the ones that were already having to challenge the gender norms is now like um we laid the ground more, more widespread i guess yeah which is like great love that but it does make it hard for um someone that's trying to like date someone and you're like <laughs> like unsure whether to like cross a line or not yeah like, Ooh. but i feel like that's what's so interesting is like these things that i feel like used to be indicators of queerness as as used by queer people like to indicate that, like what a lesbian looks like has expanded drastically because they just don't to now. there's just like obviously a lesbian doesn't look like anything in particular yeah that's the point it's just people <laughs> like i feel like now there's so many examples in like like representation the media of like what a lesbian may or may not look like you can almost like you can seek out the representation that you want to find really yeah and if you didn't really you didn't have the option when we were growing up because mm. one thing that we i guess talked about a lot is that like what we once kind of like read as an indication of being queer um is no longer accurate <laughs> so <laughs> i know and i think this is part of like an identity thing that i guess not every person would experience but i feel like when i was coming out i was like oh well, i just felt like an immense sense of freedom for one to like experiment and like find what felt authentic but i feel like i i also wanted to present as queer in mm. some way <laughs> because i wanted to make like queer friends club. or like you know date yeah. or like whatever and um and so like i would seek out whether it was youtubers or movies or tv series or whatever and find the things that was like oh that makes them seem queer and then like mimic it almost which is like it's just like a way of finding like what feels right so mm, you like try it try and it if it feels right like okay we both like have shaved our heads have had undercuts have like all these different colored hairs and like we, we change our hair all the time so like whatever but, still love it um i feel like it's just like a fun way of finding what feels good and i feel like because obviously you're always changing that also changes before I came out or right after I came out like and I was still like getting comfortable with this idea of being gay and being out the way I dressed was still sort of like a crutch so like it was more like I guess now what I would call like I don't know cliche or classic or something like like something that wasn't authentic to me but it was how I viewed lesbian fashion and so I was adopting it mm -hmm. Whereas now that I am so comfortable with my sexuality, it's just a piece of who I am and I like really don't really think about it as this big thing anymore. I don't know, I guess it's a two-way street because on one side it's like because it's not such a big deal anymore, I just sort of dress the way I want to dress. But then I also think like being a lesbian is such a big part of who I am. It's like a huge Shapes part of my life. Yeah. yeah, and it's like the way that I feel in society is so influenced by the fact that I know I'm a queer woman. And so that does influence my fashion. Like, they kind of, like, lead into each other. Yeah. It's, like, it's more authentic, but it's also that's part of the authenticity is, like, yeah. looking that way. I feel like if you are so uncomfortable with the concept of queerness in yourself or in other people, you want to look very specifically yes or no. Yeah. It's an interesting little journey to go on, for sure. I feel like I, because I came out in my, like, early 20s, I, for a long time, presented as very feminine. Um, and... I feel like only felt like attractive if I was feminine and then mm. I was like how do I be not 
this wasn't like the healthiest question to ask myself but I was like how do I be attractive to women but I feel like women that just are being authentic and however they want to present is attractive like because it's like if you feel confident and just like comfy in who you are then that is just like a good like I think a nice quality to have and then um yeah so I felt like it was like strange to like because because obviously we're taught so much about like the the gender norms in terms of like a hetero relationship and like looking a certain way and like yeah it was and I've never liked having attention either and I feel but I wanted women's attention women's attention yeah. like and I, I it was just like a weird thing to think about and then I feel like the more that I would like experiment with the way I looked and like how and then the more that I saw in, like in terms of representation I was like oh well like well what do I find attractive and then and then I eventually like kind of came full circle into like what, yeah yeah where I wanted to kind of like sit and how I wanted to, to present and not feeling like I was I feel like for a while there and I think you did that too like we didn't neither of us wanted to like wear makeup or like feminine clothing because it like felt like you were just subjecting to a gender norm or mm. like or like presenting as attractive to men and I didn't want to do that mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and I didn't want that attention so it like definitely takes a while to kind of like get to a point at least from our perspective I feel like with the younger generations it might it'll obviously be different mm. because it's just a different conversation now the and a different experience yeah yeah Some. and it's like feeling comfy in a room for if like you were presenting feminine and then you noticed that a guy was trying to talk to you to just be like I date women like you know like <laughs> yeah because right before I came out it was like the most feminine I've ever dressed we've talked about this before like I looked like a little lady I had <laughs> like ballet flats and like long curly hair with bangs and I would wear like a dress and a skirt every single day but I feel like I don't it's know, funny because like, I went through like a full dress phase too in my like first year of university right before you came out yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's like, like I hadn't even I'm, known yet. Yeah. I just felt, I don't know. It was just what I was doing. It just was. I was actually really obsessed with um, Lucy Hale on Pretty Little Liars and I was wanting to look like. Oh my God. That's, that's what happened. And I mean, watch, rewatch that show and see what she wears and you'll be like, why the like, fuck? That's are it. You? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. She's on to something. <laughs> I was just going to say that I didn't even think I knew I was in the closet for most of that time, but I was. And I was, like, maybe overcompensating in this weird, like, subconscious thing that was happening. And then as soon as I started realizing I was gay and, like, and then coming out of, like, peeling off those layers. And then, like, then I was looking the most masculine I think I've ever looked. And then it sort of, like, the pendulum chilled out in the middle of, like, what I look like now. I feel like I kind of had, had similar styles since, like, pretty much since I went to university. Like, that first year of university, I think I kind of, like, had the freedom to, like, figure myself out and did so. But I didn't feel comfortable in dresses until, like, I don't know, like, pretty much when you and I were chilling in Oakville, I guess that's mm. something. And feeling like it was authentic still. Like, I feel like for a long time it felt like if there was an occasion that was fancy, I'd always be, like, so stressed because I was like, what? Because I don't want to wear a suit. So am I going to wear? Literally. <laughs> but, like, I, I didn't always feel authentic what? either. Like, I wanted to look cute and fun and flirty and whatever. Mm. But I didn't want to wear a dress. And then it was always, I just wore a lot of very boldly patterned button-ups. <laughs> sort of my go-to. I feel like dressing up is a very, like, stressful time. 
when you're queer. Yeah, and when you're, like, figuring it out. Like, it's... Yeah. It's like, whoa, I can't just, like, get by in, like, a t-shirt and jeans and just kind of fly under the radar. You're like, whoa, Which is what you've been doing. I've got to dress up now. Like, <laughs> what am I going to put on my body? <laughs> right after I came out... Well, it came out to myself. Right before I came out to my friends. I had to go to fucking prom. <laughs> but, like, the few photos that exist, like, somewhere on Facebook or whatever of that time, like, it just looks so confusing. Because it was... <laughs> Well, I also went with a girl, but, like, as friends, and then we both were wearing dresses. She didn't look as confused as I did. I looked confused. I had, like, short hair. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to make short hair look fancy, so I, like, curled it backwards. I had this long dress on, and I wore heels because everyone wore heels because I didn't want to wear a fucking suit, but then I didn't know what else to do. Now I'm... Even still, I feel like sometimes when we're trying to look fancy, I'm like, oh, yeah, what does that mean? But uh, that specific type of occasion where it's like formal dress is quite tricky. I um, I feel like a fun last thought process through this is just some like we should just list some things that we think look lesbian, which obviously, like we said a million times, lesbian has no definition. No. You define it yourself. If you want to identify as lesbian, go for it. However that feels to you. But, like, to me, like, quintessential, stereotypical lesbian items. First and foremost, Doc Martens. It's like short nails. Chipped black nail polish. <laughs> Some colorful hair. Alternative like, haircut and color. Alternative haircuts and colors. A few piercings. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, mm. she's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Nose piercings, i say. Yeah, kind of tattoo. Yeah, like a, a, not a floral, but like a plant type tattoo. Let's see your arm. I didn't like, even know this was like a. It's a such one. a thing. Like if you very obvious one that's like a female symbol or like a woman figure or like a. Ron has all of these. Like an indication that like they enjoy the female form. Baggy clothes used to kind of be a thing, mm. but like very easily misinterpreted now. Obviously, I already said the gay hat. But when I came out, I feel like the gay hat was a snapback, which, thank God, we've moved on. It's so big on the head. It's too big. That's for big heads. We got dainty lesbian heads. I don't know. A colored pattern, like short sleeve button up, a Bermuda short, and a snapback. And hair straightened hair. Can you fix oh, it? Oh, yeah. Like that. And put maybe with like a tank, like a muscle oh underneath. Oh, the muscle top unshaven Something. anything unshaven. no bra I, like- I also feel like vans and converse were like the classic like tomboy shoe growing up but like now to me that's lesbian fashion like denim overalls but not the ones that you buy from like the gap that are like skinny jean like, low hips but like big classic old denim overalls like, mm. tiny bangs rings like different like gemstone rings mm-hmm. like an excessive amount of rings and so like if you the see, way like, a woman wearing, like, steel-toe boots, like... Hell yeah. It's hot. It's likely. <laughs> <laughs> a toque. Sometimes it's not specific items. Sometimes it's just the way that it's styled together. Like, out there, like, very, like, colourful, very, like... It's like, really mismatched unique sort fashion of, sense. But matched. Yeah, like, mismatched patterns and textures and layers and, like, all kind of coming together. Like, when someone does that with an outfit, I'm like, they... Are comfortable in their sexuality, whatever it may be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We miss any? Definitely. For a while, like, bold earrings was a lesbian thing. Mm-hmm. Like, a small toy car suspended from an earring. Like, that kind of level of earring. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, a, like a cool sock. I see any sort of, like, button-up shirt. 
situation with like a tie blaze like any sort of suit esque thing but it, in, until it goes too feminine unless it's tailored and shaped yeah, like a and women's like, tailored suit to me doesn't read super quiet. not like a woman's power suit not like a Ooh, going to the office more like a like a suit, suit oversized like like taking men's fashion and doing it the best yeah <laughs> oh the fucking carrying... canvas tote bag oh okay yeah and only like the largest vessel to carry water in possible like a four liter nalgene that's lesbian <laughs> now we should do a lesbian Anyways. lookbook <gasps> the follow-up to this video will be a lesbian lookbook so you we can see it all in its glory i guess this is the end